0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm James Pritzky I want to welcome you to Outbreak MMA Podcast. This is our first show. I'm sure you've heard um, the Tales of the Highway um, and the JJ Wrestling Podcast, all part of the Outbreak Entertainment Facilities here. So this is our opening podcast, and I'd like to introduce our host for the show. I have, uh, he's a wrestling genius, but yet he is a MMA fan and knows so much you will be blown away, ladies and gentlemen, Suicide Messiah, Mark Mandrake. Thank you, James. And, of course, the man who needs no introduction because if he did, we would blow up his head the rest of the way, and that would be
1: Don Vincenzo. What's up, brother?
2: How's it going, James? Mark?
1: I'm doing good. Thanks. Uh, well, let's start Ah, uh, First off, I want to thank everybody for the very first episode of the Outbreak MMA podcast. Um. It's going to be a weekly podcast, uh, something uh, I've wanted to do for quite a while. Uh, We're going to cover a lot of really interesting topics. It's not going to be just UFC, although today, because it is International Fight Week, uh, which is one of the biggest weeks of the year for UFC uh, and MMA in general, we're going to cover uh, pretty much strictly UFC today. Uh, But as we move on, we'll be covering things like Invicta, One Championship, uh, uh, Bellator, um, Ryzen, and a few others as well.
0: Got definitely a variety of MMA action that does go around in the, uh, in the world. Uh, that So there's not just UFC.
2: Mark, I, I got to ask. Now, you have the memory of a goldfish under normal circumstances. Now, with medical, for some reason, you come alive. But with MMA, you're practically a savant. How do you keep track of all these promotions and all these fighters and, and, and male, female... I can't even remember the one that was 27 pounds overweight for the one fight I, you were telling me about. So, uh,
1: When I first started wrestling 20 years ago, it was a choice between wrestling or mixed martial arts. Uh, at the time, they didn't have the weight classes like they have now. And there was no way. At the time, I was like 145 pounds. There was no way that I was going to get in there with a 200-pound guy that was going to just pound my face in. Um, but as a fan i was able to watch it and absorb it and and i did you know take taekwondo and brazilian jiu-jitsu for a number of years uh and uh, you know i just I, I love the sport as a matter of fact we, we we joked uh for quite a while um when i worked with afa that you know if I offered tickets for a WWE pay-per-view or offer tickets for ufc even if it was you know a fight night I give me the ufc tickets um i think i agree uh, you know it, it's not it's not anything about right it's not anything bad about wrestling it's just i, I i've always preferred uh mixed martial arts um uh, and so uh, watching it over and over and over again um you know in 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 different different promotions and and even even you know uh minor league promotions i i hate saying major amateur promotions um you know you start seeing these kids get better and better and better and working their way up and there's times and in and, in and, and, James events you both have, have been there I've said look you want to watch this this this, this kid you know that this this male or female you know whichever fighter as a matter of fact uh, I believe it was Spencer um, a, a month or two ago I'm like you know I think everybody else was 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 and I forgot who she was fighting off the top of my head everybody else picked it I'm like no nope, nope nope you want to pick Spencer and sure enough Spencer Spencer easily won the fight um so it's just watching and and, and absorbing over time.
2: Again, folks, proof positive. He can't remember what he had for breakfast this morning, but he can remember every fight in the last two weeks.
0: <laughs> He's just like me when it comes to wrestling, so there you go. Uh, just uh, last uh, week, uh, weekend, we had fu- uh, UFC Fight Night. Uh, we got some results we wanted to go over to man uh, get a little analytical about it. What have we got up there, Mark?
1: Uh, well... I mean, obviously, you know, one of the things to start off with, right off the bat, is Engano uh, versus Dos Santos. Um, I I was so excited for that fight, and uh, watching watching that fight, I I really thought that that JDS uh, would be able to keep Engano at bay. Engano's not known for having a gas tank. He's not known for Really, being able to uh, um, uh, go the distance. Um, as no, f- he's
2: known for taking his shorts off right after the fight. No,
1: no, no, no. That was Derek Lewis. Yeah. Uh, my balls was too hot. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Ngannou, Ngannou was the one when he was fighting uh, Stipe. Uh, his trainers were putting towels over him, and it was like no. Wh- wh- I, he put
2: ice on the boy. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a, it's a, and and again, it, you could tell he was he was he was incredibly tired very quickly. Um, with Junior Santos and actually his past three fights, uh, I don't believe any of them went past the first round. He's just looked incredibly dominant. Uh, and one of the biggest things that actually came out of um, the, the, the fight night this past weekend was Ngannou, uh pretty much saying that he deserves a heavyweight title shot, Um And, and, I mean, that's up for debate. Um, Vince, if you want to comment on that, and then I can tell you what Dana White said.
2: Well, you probably were listening more to it this week than I was. Um, There's no denying Ngannou's power. Uh, And anybody that tries telling you that Ngannou is not as strong as everybody thinks he is, they're lying to themselves. He he definitely had the power there. Uh, I still believe that that rabbit punch, the way it came out, shouldn't have been... Yeah, it was, it, it's, he could see the punch and hitting it in the back of the head like he did. That's a, a, a reset spot. I don't care how tough you are. And a man of that power hitting you in that spot, the fact that um, he was not just completely laid out is impressive in itself. The fact that he got up that quick just amazed me. Because that's a reset spot. I don't care who you are how tough you are. That's going to put you on the ground. And, you know, he, the fight is, is what it is. He won, you know, Nganu won. Uh, I, like I said, I don't like that rabbit punch situation, but this is MMA, not boxing. So
1: Well, it, 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 with, with Nganu, you mentioned his strength. And oh, I, I think it's important to point out that at the uh, UFC Performance uh, Institute, um, when they installed a machine to measure the strength of punches, uh, they actually had to test it three times. Because yeah, the first two times, the that company out. that installed it was like, there's no way that any man can hit this hard. Um, yeah,
2: it was the Ivan Drago thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. And finally, the th- he did it three times in a row. And finally, they're like, well, I guess somebody can actually really punch that hard. Um, <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing. I mean, he is a powerhouse. He, he, he primarily is a striker, although he has submitted opponents in the past. He is primarily a striker, and again, the, you know, one of the smartest things that Dos Santos could have done, um, and and it may have been his plan. I mean, Dos Santos openly admitted after the fight, you know, he's he lost it. Um, and, and and that tells me that he's looking back and, and he's saying, well, maybe we didn't have the right game plan. Uh, uh, you know, in, in my opinion, the right game plan would have been to try to keep him at bay for a round or two, and then third round, just come out and just take advantage of the fact that Ngannou most likely would have been gassed, uh, and 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 try to land a knockout blow at that point. Well, because he definitely
2: have lost a step by that point.
1: Yes, and Dos Santos is is definitely no no stranger knocking guys out. No. Um, no. And and, and I, I think that would have been you know the best option. Now you, you of course run the risk of it going to the judges at that point, point. Uh, and you know, as we've all seen, you never yeah, want to re- go to the judges. the judges. I mean, we were just watching, you know, again, we were just watching before we did this podcast, um, uh, Sanchez. Diego Sanchez yeah. versus Clay Guida, which is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame and we'll get to that later. Um, but again, you know, we, we we both we both had differing differing scores, but we both thought that that, that Clay Guida probably did enough to, to win it. Um and the judges disagreed.
2: I thought it was going to be a tie, personally, but uh, it went to Sanchez. Uh,
1: well, and 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 again, while this is moving a little bit away from Fight Night, it's not really. Um, you know, the the judges, the the, and this is something that we've 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 sat around and we've discussed and argued and debated time and time again.
2: No, you and I argue never.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, the judges aren't necessarily meant. For MMA and that's something that we're starting to see now that more and more states are, are 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 legalizing mixed martial arts is that the judges are coming from a boxing background. Um and you can and, and and we've seen it, you can dominate an opponent for uh you know, the majority of the round and then the last thirty seconds be in dominant position and then be awarded that round.
2: Yeah, I've never agreed with that. You and I have had several arguments. And it's not so much arguments that you were trying to explain it to me. i followed boxing for years, but having wrestled in, in, in amateur wrestling myself, I knew full well that certain things did not add up. How are the judges giving the round to this fighter as opposed to this fighter? And you kept telling me, well, it's because they're boxing referees or boxing, boxing judges, and they're basing it on that. So the more striking... Is what caught their eye, and I'm going. But he pounded the daylights out of him in wrestling style holds, drops, takedowns. How do they give it to him? And you're just going, they do. And all I did was fume me. So,
1: and and that's true. And and it's it, it, it is frustrating. It's frustrating for the fighters. And and again, Dana White in particular, he tells the fighters, do not leave it in the judges' hands if you can avoid it.
2: Well, that that's any. Any sport where you leave it in the hands of a judges, somebody is going to get shafted. That that's been the the rule of thumb for decades. But at the same time, Dana White, my opinion, it, this is just my opinion. Dana White needs to make sure that these judges are brought up to speed with Mitch martial arts and get out of the boxing mentality. And if that means he has to have the uh, some of his officials, uh, what's the uh, John McCarthy? Yes. If that means somebody like a John McCarthy has to give a class on how to judge MMA, then they should have to take that class.
1: I agree. Um, you know, there, there's no there's no disagreeing with that. I I definitely agree with that. As a matter of fact, uh, quite often when when people have questions and and actually on the fight night, and I forgot what fight it was, but there was what we thought was a late stoppage, and they didn't go to McCarthy. Uh, yeah. They actually went to Herb Dean, uh, Karen Bryant. I uh, actually talked to Herb Dean about it on the flight home. And Herb Dean even said, you know, what, what we see on TV and what we see from the stands is not what he sees inside that octagon. And that gives you a totally different perspective. And, and, and when you look at it that way, it, it really is kind of hard to argue with that because we're not in the octagon at that point in time. So what we do deem is a late stoppage. You know, may 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 not be quite as as late as we thought. I mean, even me and you differed on that. I, I thought that yeah, it was a little bit late, but not quite as late as you thought. You know, and and so I mean, again, there yeah, is I different saw his opinions. Eyes
2: roll when he went down.
1: Yes, yes, and and that's you know, again, it's 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 one of those things where where.
2: Well, like you said, if you can't see the eyes roll like I saw them, then you have to give a little bit of leeway. And I'm like, well, I don't like it, but that's the way it is.
0: Uh, you have to also remember, though, that a referee's vision could have been blocked by one of the, by the other performer. It all is about position. And that's not just because I'm saying this because that typically is what throws a professional wrestling match out like um, I catch my eye. But even in any sports, if a referee does not see it, yeah. how can he call it?
2: Yeah, if he's out of position, it's you know he's just not going to see it.
1: Yes. And, and um, you know, again... Um, you know, that, 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 again, you hate leaving it in the hands of the judges. Um, oh, yes. you know, there also was, was, was another, uh, was another fight. Um, the Benavides fight. Um, the Benavides fight, I believe it was against For Mega, um, if I'm not mistaken. That's yes. Um, that fight actually has some serious implications in regards to Henry Cejudo, even though he's injured right now. Um, and out for the rest of the year. He had shoulder surgery. Uh, Benavidez won. Uh, I would love to see Benavidez versus Cejudo uh, again. Um... You know, but but both of those meant for uh, for I believe, lost to Benavides, but it was a split decision, and uh, or uh, lost to Cejudo rather uh, by split decision, and I believe Benavides actually did beat Cejudo at one point in time. Now, to be fair, Cejudo a much different fighter than he was right. a couple years ago. Um, there's no, the guy talks a lot of trash, but he typically can back it up in the ring. I mean, it's. He, he, I'll admit I, I love Cejudo, but he's gotten annoying after after a while of hearing about Triple C. Um, but uh, y- y- you can't you can't really dispute the guy; he's doing everything you need to do. Again, we talked about wrestling a little bit and wrestling and MMA do do actually kind of play a very close role. And we're going to talk yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit with 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 one of the things we're going to talk about that, that comes up later, but. You do have to have that showmanship. Why do you think Conor McGregor is as popular as he is? Because of the showmanship. Uh, why do you think Kobe Covington is as popular as he is? As I much just figured as I,
2: everybody was hoping to God someone would go in there and shut him up. They do.
1: <laughs> but it's because he's over the top. It's because he's over the top and he is playing on what pisses people off. There's always, you're going to get fans behind
0: you or haters behind you and you make noise when you get into people's heads and that is what they're doing and that's what it's making their mark it might, you could be the best fighter in the world or the worst fighter in the world but if you can get into get into fans pockets and have them pay their money and have them cheer or boo you you're gonna make noise
1: well again yeah yeah there, there's a couple things you know with 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 mma that 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 comes into I, what are you bitching about <laughs>
2: No, I'm wishing I had
1: an extra stand for this microphone. Oh, okay. Um, but there, are, again, you want a reaction, um, whether it be because of how you act, uh, or or whether it be because you put on outstanding fights, um, and and that that plays a, a a huge role in it as well. So, I mean, again, that that fight had huge implications. Um, it was good to see Damien my win by decision. Um, you know, you you, you had. Uh, uh rebus uh go over with the submission in round one um that what no to keep
2: going that <laughs> i noticed something i was pointing
1: it out that 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 was that was very impressive um and, and again rebus what was she was an underdog um yeah. and and i remember uh, sitting there and i'm like this is the chick you want to watch and and and, and uh because i believe and i might be wrong, right, i believe she faced lee and and uh, you know Dana White has has openly you know put put his uh, put his stamp of approval on uh, on Lee and and you know I'm like no no you want to put it behind Revis Revis is going to be a better fighter um, and she did she submitted in, uh, she, uh, submitted in the run, in, in the first round. Well,
2: I, I always like the the girls that are fighting. I, I like watching those matches generally because they have to work so much harder to get the respect that they deserve. Agreed. And, you know, there are some of them I'm going, like, why are they not, you know, hey, for years I couldn't stand Cyborg. I, it, it's just one of those things, you know, I, she had her her, her mistakes and, and she's not trying to shy away from them, but at the same time, I can't take away from the fact that she's one hell of a fighter.
1: Okay, let me ask you a question, though, uh, and because, and, and you know me, it, it, it you know, Someone can be a great fighter, but being a great person plays a role in that as well. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I'm such a huge fan of Diego Sanchez. Um, for, for those that don't know, Diego Sanchez um, uh, was training with, uh, I believe it was a young man with Down syndrome. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was. Yeah, it was a Down syndrome. And in, in Dana White allowed him to fight on another professional card uh, to fulfill this this young man's dream. Uh, of fighting in a professional MMA fight. And Diego Sanchez uh, let the kid get him in an arm bar and and tap him out. You, you know it it, it, it you was gotta show
2: respect to somebody like that it, you like him or you don't like him that earns respect
1: exactly and and so i'll go on to the cyborg thing cyborg has done a lot of things for the community is doing a lot of things to help women empower women she's got a gym gym that that really is geared towards women um and 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 i think that's a that that's a good thing that's a powerful thing um cyborg when you look at her you know, you automatically think she's she's going to be this big brute, you know, nasty, you know, woman, and and she really is a beautiful person uh, on the inside. She's devastating on the outside. I mean, Nunez was able to beat her, uh, but I'm I, still
2: trying to figure that one out. I was shocked on that
1: one. A lot of people were. I was. Um, some people lost money on it too. Um, uh, it's to Sacramento coming up on July thirteenth. Yes. Um, actually. Yes, yes. This is gonna be fun for you, man. Uh yes. I I, I am a huge URI Favor fan. And while i usually don't like seeing people come out of retirement, I think that it's something the UFC needs. Um especially in that weight division. Uh, and I think that uh I, I personally am very excited for that for that uh, card. If not for anything else, then you're I Favor returning. Uh, he's facing Ricky Simone. Um, and uh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll put that aside for a second. Uh, he's facing Ricky <laughs> Simone. And uh, it, 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 again, it, it, Ricky Simone is not a slouch by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and it's it's going to be an interesting fight. Um, oh, v- Vince, James, what are your guys' thoughts on it?
2: Well, it's one of those things. I, I, I like Faber. Uh, I'm hoping for Faber to put on a very good showing. I'm hoping that he wins. But even if he doesn't win, I just, I'm just i looking for a good fight. Uh, I'm much more impressed. Uh, again, we're going back to that when we were watching, the old film of uh, Sanchez and Guida. It was a good fight. I really didn't care who won in the long term because it was such a good fight. And that's what I think is going to draw fans even more is when you got two guys that can stand there and bang, just pound the daylights out of one another, and at the end, they're both standing, both saying, "Come on, let's go more." You, you, you got to stand there and be impressed by that. Or if you got two guys that are doing trading off holds or or, or kicks or whatever, they're just going toe to toe and can make that good fight draws you into it. You don't know who's gonna win. It, it draws you to it. It makes it more impressive. And those really, that's what I like to see. I don't like to see those quick knockouts. I'm impressed by them, but when you see these ones go three, four, five rounds, and there's no clear winner and it could go either way, I hate seeing it in the hands of the judges. But it's still a good fight. I'm hyped. I'm, I'm pumped for it.
1: I, I I think it's going to be a great fight. Um, I I, I mean the card, uh, and I don't. I'll be honest. I don't have the card up in front of me. I could probably pull it up, but um, what, the card
2: doesn't. Uh, yeah, James, James
1: May, but uh, I mean the card itself uh, looked pretty impressive. But I, I still, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Faber's return. Um, you know, he's returning. You know, pretty much at home. Um, you know, since he's, you know, since he's got a lot of fans in that area. He lives in that area. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's going to be a great fight. A lot of people are questioning the, cho- the, the, the choosing of, of Simone. There are a number of other people uh, that that were rumored to be offered. Um, again you know rumors innuendo all of that stuff uh you know he can only take so much it. hey i read it on the internet it's got to be true right yeah uh right. but um you know july 13th i'm definitely looking forward to that you're definitely see me see that um definitely looking forward to that fight do you want to have a flight <laughs> the
0: golden one center it's going to host uh, as you said paper versus simone um, in the co-main event, uh, and that will be uh, main evented by a win- women's bantamweight division match. Um, Mark? Uh,
1: Durandame. Uh, 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 Durandame. Um, who's the other one she's Lad, facing?
0: Aspen
1: Lad. Aspen Lad. Yeah, yeah, you know what? And here's the interesting thing about that. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. From a marketing standpoint, what I fear for the UFC with that night, is that Durandame and Ladd will not be able to live up to the same hype that Faber and Simone uh, will be? Um, again, it's it's in it's in Faber's backyard essentially, um, and a, a lot of those people are going to be there to see the return of Uriah Faber. Uh, I don't, you know, my fear for the UFC is that after the Faber fight, you're going to see an exodus of people um that don't necessarily care about the random main lad um i i i I, you know maybe i'm wrong i I hope i am uh but but that that, you know that that would be a concern but again we're watching his fans not as dana white dana white obviously knows what he's doing and in that case you got to trust that 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 was the smartest choice I was just surprised because there is no title at stake at that point. Why not make Faber versus Simone the main event? Uh, again, there still is enough time. They could change things up, although it is July 13th. It's not really that, uh, that far away. So, um, you know, let's see what happens with that.
0: Uh, before we get to this, let's talk about something that you are live by yes Uh, cbdmd.com and all their products uh that provide you some necessary treatment to keep you going mark why don't you tell us about cbdmd
1: yes i use cbdmd um i I use uh i use their tincture uh myself um for aches and pains Uh, i've used their topicals they work really well i believe they offer bath bombs and and things of that nature so far it's been working great if you have aches and pains. CBD um, is becoming a very popular uh, uh, thing to use for pain relief, uh, certain neurological issues. Again, it's not approved by the FDA as far as saying, hey, this definitely works. Uh, But again, the FDA is slow on anything regarding uh, um, CBD or medical marijuana. I do want to point out there is no THC in it. You will not get high whatsoever. It is perfectly legal. Um, it just focuses on the actual cannabinoids. It's a full spectrum C B D oil. Um and their products definitely work are worthwhile. If you sign up for an account now, I believe you get I think it's ten percent, it might be twenty percent off your first order. Um, I definitely recommend you go and do that if you have aches and pains and I believe that you're gonna find the same relief I have. Uh hey. I, I, don't I know my father
2: did because you gave some of that to me for the old man and his uh declining months, and it definitely took a lot of pain off of his knee.
1: Yeah, and that's it it definitely helped. So I'm I'm glad it's helped people. Um, I know we're in the middle of a podcast, but I have to use the restroom for a moment. Do do we mind if we take a short break? Sure, we can take a short break,
0: ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Outbreak MMA
1: podcast.
0: We are on Apple. That's right. iTunes, baby. As well as Spotify and YouTube. So we'll be back shortly, and we'll get you some more information including coming up on Fight Night 156, a big match there that we want to discuss about.
3: If you're like me and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC, and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out at CBDMD.com.
0: We're back here on Outbreak MMA Podcast. You are listening to James Pritzky, Mark Mandrake, Don Vitenzo. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we are up to talking to the next fight night card. It will be 156. Um, it is Saturday, August the 3rd. The main event is full of controversy that we're going to talk about here, and that would be Colby Co- Covington.
1: He is taking on Robbie Lawler, Mark. Okay, this is an interesting one. Um, Covington has made a name for himself, um, insisting um, that he, he he he's been grasping at fights anywhere he can, and he uh, again, it's 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 UFC and it's MMA, so you never necessarily know what you read is true you know uh he did have uh nasal surgery um and so there was a number of fights supposedly a number of of possible fights that he had to turn down because of surgery but Covington is the type of guy that loves getting under your skin where Lawler Lawler has been tough as nails for years he's a stalwart he's been there I mean that, that that guy's a war horse um I me personally uh, I, I, went, when he lost to Ben Askren, um, with the bulldog choke, um, I still am not convinced that he actually, that that fight should have been stopped when it was. Um, and I'm definitely not the only one. There still is a lot of controversy around that. Uh, but this is Waller's chance to, to pretty much show the world, Hey, look, no, um, I don't care who you are. I'm still the, I, I'm still a badass. Uh, if he beats Covington, um, a lot of people are going to be happy. you see me <laughs> dancing in, <a> Jake, <jig, laughs> that's for sure. Um, yeah, Covington has a habit of getting under a lot of people's skin. Uh, but there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. Um, well, besides I, I, sales. Well, well, and the thing is,
2: you know, like James pointed out earlier, you're going to get the crowd interested by making enough noise. You're, you're going to get into your opponent's head. You're going to make... Everybody come to watch the fight, whether it's because they do actually get behind you or because they want to see your head knocked off. Uh, personally, I want to see his head knocked off because I don't believe he has any respect for... I don't think he has a respect for, for any opponent. He doesn't have respect for the, the, the fight itself.
1: I don't think he's got respect for for, for, for his boss. Um, I wasn't even thinking about that. Uh, yeah. he, he's he's the one that actually walked into the casino when Dana White was playing cards with a with a cell phone. Dana White told him flat out, "Turn it off." Now, again, you know this is where wrestling and MMA sometimes blur the lines a little bit, <laughs> and I say that because you know there, there's always there's always a, a a a there's a rule in wrestling that if you believe something is is I'm trying to use the right words without totally ruining it if you think something's real think again you know go to rule number two it's a work and if it's doesn't fall under rule number two then you go under rule number three it's going to become a work um and and that's uh. a that's a very real possibility we we i mean look um the the thing with mcgregor and and khabib uh with the uh dolly through the bus you know look the uh you can't fake that, okay? Um, he threw a dolly, threw a bus. Yeah. Uh, he, he, there's no, you know, there's no faking that. Now, whether or not that was planned, I mean, look, that that I, I have to admit, if Dana White was willing to take that chance with 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 his fighters that he's invested time and money in to build up, I really would have to question his sanity at that point.
0: Mark, you're a professional wrestler. You've been doing this for twenty years plus. Oh yeah. And tell me something. What other sport do you talk the biggest game in all the time?
1: Other than wrestling?
0: Boxing. Boxing and MMA? Uh, b- right? Boxing
1: and MMA. And MMA, I mean you and know if th- you
0: learn from wrestling, if you're gonna learn you learn in wrestling, you're gonna bring that with you when you go to yeah. boxing or if you go to MMA. Wow. Or if you go on the if you go on the football field. It, it, no matter what you do, because when you go into wrestling, your your game is to talk that you're the best.
1: Yes, well, and the reason why I brought up wrestling, uh, especially with Covington, and this is something that some people may or may not know about Kobe Covington is, um, just in February 2018, he appeared at a uh, WrestlePro Pro event, um, and he. Defeated a a gentleman named Tyquil Woodley, which I mean obviously was 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 a ripoff of Tyrone Woodley, you know, um, and that was intentional. Uh, but he also appeared in Impact Wrestling back in 2017, so you know he definitely does have um, a a a a wrestling uh, mentality. He learned a lot. I mean, back. look, let let, let, let let's. Oh, god, I'm going to hate myself for bringing this up. I hate to bring up politics, but let's bring up politics for a second. Let's look at Donald Trump for 1 second. Oh no. No, no, no. No, no. this is only going to be for a moment. I really don't want to I really don't want really to no, go into no, this. No, no, but if you look at Donald Trump, you look at how he acts, you look at how he speaks. If you can't tell me that some of what he does, he did not learn from his time working with Vince McMahon at WWE. Oh, no, I won't argue that point. You know, and and again, if you're around wrestling or MMA or boxing, any of that for a long enough time, you're going to pick up some of that stuff and it's going to happen. And that's one of the reasons why so many people hate Covington because he gets under their skin.
0: Oh, like when he went to have President Trump actually present him with the championship belt when he was interim champion.
1: Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that because what really pissed me off about that, like as a person, because we all know that. You know, I, I, I try to look at the good goodness of people. It was amazing because right after that happened, which Dana White set up for him, because Dana White was visiting that same day. And then he goes and he trashes Dana White less than a month later. So you're going to trash the guy that got you to meet the president. Now, whether or not I like the president is irrelevant. The fact is you're trashing the guy that set up a meeting for you to meet one of the most important people on the face of the earth right now. Really? You're a douchebag. So, yeah. honestly, exactly. I, 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 I mean, and that's just my opinion as a fan. Uh, you know, again, I'm not taking anything. Covington is incredibly talented. To say that he's not talented, to say that he's not a good fighter, would be a lie.
2: No, he's just a disrespectful punk.
1: Yes, he is. And I honestly, I, I hate to play favorites, but I, I, I do. I would pick Lawler in that fight because I really want Lawler to win. I would be picking that fight with my heart. Okay, future the uh, future uh, actually that should be actually the flyweight division. That's what I thought we were doing. Uh But oh, that's all right. That's okay. Um, we'll we we'll, we'll talk about both. We can talk about both the heavyweight division. Well, the heavyweight division right now kind of is actually held up because you've got you you've you, you've got Daniel Cormier um, and he's got a fight with Stephen Miocic coming up by end of summer early fall. I forgot the exact date. Um, and if he beats Miocic for the second time. Then we're left with an interesting decision at that point. He either is going to retire or Dana White really, really wants to see um, Cormier versus Jones part three. I Why? personally, I, I don't. I don't. Look, I love Cormier to death. Uh, I, I, I've, I, I loved him in his strike force days um, when, he, when he first came over to UFC. I, I remember sitting there with my brother and, and telling my brother, look, this guy you want to watch. Guys this, this guy okay, is he's
2: good. You can't take that away from
1: him. Yes, and, and and there was a number of people at first when he came over to UFC that did not watch Strike Force they're like, What's the big deal about this guy? Because he really wasn't getting pushed the way um he 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 should have. They took his time with him, which maybe actually was a good idea. Um But that's where the heavyweight division kinda is held up a little bit. Because if he doesn't retire and he fights Jones. Then you're going to drag it out for at least another three more months. Um, I really don't want to see Jones with the heavyweight title and the light heavyweight title, um, but that's a very real possibility. I, I I would like to see Cormier beat him, but I don't think that's going to happen. I, I'm not going to take away from
2: Jones' skill or his talent. You know, he can fight. He can fight well, but I have to wonder if he is good enough. To beat most of these people without some kind of mm, chemical in his system.
1: Well, that that and and I know we talked about this actually before we even recorded you this. You and I have been fighting about this for a um, while now. I, I I'm not a big John Jones fan. I, I I I was a John Jones fan until he got popped the last time. Yeah. And and and, and again you know I, I i was like look everybody deserves a second maybe even a third chance but if you screw it up that many times it's really hard to get behind someone now you talk about pico grams and and everything else and 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 of course um the cycling uh within the body and they're they're allowing jones to fight but he's he's being granted a license on a per fight basis uh-huh. um and, and a lot of it depends. I mean, somebody, you can get someone on, on a commission that says, you know what? No. It doesn't matter whether it's one picogram, two picograms, ten picograms. We're not going to grab the license. Right.
2: And I, I would be that one just because that violates something in my mind. You know, it's like, look, you, you're you trying to cheat. <laughs> it's one picogram, ten picograms, a hundred I don't care.
1: You're trying to cheat. Well... If it is truly now Novinsky, who's in charge of wellness insists that the body cycles it through. And as the body cycles it through, you're going to see highs and lows within within the body. Okay, so what
2: about that guy, um, Sean O'Malley.
1: O'Malley. Sean O'Malley, O'Malley, that's it. Okay. He right. he was caught and uh, the performance enhancer starts with an O. I can't remember the actual name of the, the the performance enhancer that he was caught using. I can barely remember his name. Um but he was popped a year ago, uh-huh. and he served a suspension uh, from USADA, uh, but there still is trace amounts. Now, I would think that it's cycling through the body as well, which I think is what you're about to say. Yeah. Okay, you're reading my mind on Okay. The thing well, is, the thing is, is is there really – Novinsky hasn't, to the best of my knowledge – He has not come out and made an official statement on it. USADA hasn't come out and made an official statement on it. So for me to say that he should be allowed to fight or not allowed to fight, um, you you know, from from a fan's perspective, um, would be unfair, unjust, uh, because they're just, that information isn't out there. We know enough about John Jones. John Jones right now, as much as I hate to give the guy credit, is probably the most scrutinized fighter in UFC. Um, Sean O'Malley on the the other hand, I can't, I, I, I'd love to sit here and toss up a good argument to you, but I can't because we just don't have the information on it. And I'm not going to sit here and and, and make assumptions without knowing. Um, that's not, that, that's not fair to Sean O'Malley. I, I
2: won't force that issue on
1: you. The
0: drug that you said was Osterine. And yep. he was, uh, he had to withdraw due to the uh failed test. Um, however, the Nevada State Athletic Commission um did suspend him for the failed test. However, the United States Anti Doping Association will not impose any further s- uh sanctions, which they believe is because it was residual. Okay, now, no. once again, the the question is is John Jones had the same? Failed test, but yeah, he is going to compete.
1: Well, and then and then you have you have you have a question. I'm, I go ahead and say what you're going to say because I think I know what you're well, going to say.
2: You probably do. Okay, if it's you can't have it both ways. If it's if it's okay for Jones and O'Malley's in the same situation, then you by right you have to let O'Malley fight. But if it's not right for O'Malley, then why is Jones still fighting? You can't have your cake and eat it too. No,
1: and let's let's take UFC out of the picture for a moment because again, with what you just said, it was Nevada State Athletic Commission and Usada. And at that point, Nevada State Athletic Commission said no to O'Malley as far as granting him a license. Usada said they're not going to sanction him anymore because it's 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 just cycling through his body. So in that case, you have to wonder is Nevada State Athletic Commission only granting Jones a license because of money? Because that's what it looks like. Now, again, say what you want, but that's what it looks like. Yeah, it does
2: look like that. And, I, and I'm one of the first ones to shout that at you. But then again, I'll go conspiracy theory every once in a while, too. So uh, Yeah, let's, let's hold off
1: the conspiracy theory. Now, I want to move on to the flyweight division. Because the flyweight division um, that Dana White has hinted that he'd like to get rid of the flyweight division. Um and then Suhudo has said that he wants to defend the title in in both divisions, um, because he is the flyweight champion as well. Um, you know you've seen Demetrius Johnson now he's in one championship. Uh, he's left. Um, Dillashaw Dillashaw suspended. Um, due to a uh, performance uh, enhancing violation. Um, the flyweight division, I believe. Uh, I might have this wrong, but I believe only has eight fighters in it now. Might be nine fighters. You really—it's really hard to base a division off of that few fighters. Yeah. Um, I would rather see them get rid of the flyweight division and create a a hundred sixty-five division um that would that that would that would and we're not going to cover weight cutting here we'll cover that uh, on a future show because that would take up a lot of time oh yeah um but
2: you and i both have experience in that
1: one yes but that may help with some of the issues um as of right now they still plan on moving forward with the flyweight division uh that can change but that is that is rumored to be the, the, the case so I know. Maybe we should have stuck with the heavyweight one than the flyweight. No, one. And no, that was a lot I mean, shorter. You, you
2: know, the, 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 the lightweight division is is a concern. Like you said, there's not enough. There really isn't enough fighters in the division to keep it going, respectively. So, it's but um, you know, we were watching the fight earlier. And we've talked about it a couple times here. Is um, um, Sanchez and Guida and. Um, He's going in
1: the, the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Yes. Uh, this, uh, I believe it's Friday. I might have the days mixed up, uh, which would be today. Um, well, actually, we're taping this on a Wednesday. Yeah, I know. Spoiler. Um, so, it will be in two days.
2: You're good at those. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm really good at those. very good at spoilers. Come on now. But,
1: but yes. Yeah. Um, you, you, you know, one of the, the 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 fight that's actually being inducted is Diego Sanchez versus Clay Guida um, from uh, the Ultimate Fighter Finale Nine, which was just an awesome fight. I mean, both guys came out slugging right off the bat.
2: I'm still trying to figure out how Guida got past that first round with as many hits and hard hits that he took that first round.
1: Uh, yeah, I believe it was that first round that he took that solid kick right to the right oh, to the yeah, jaw, wasn't right it?
2: Much.
1: Um, <laughs> you know, knee. That fight definitely deserves to be in there, in my opinion. Um, I'm happy they're putting it in there. Um, they're also two 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 great guys, so um, that's a that's a really good thing. It's a, it was a great fight. Yeah. Um, you know, there there also is some other inductees into the Hall of Fame. I mean, you have uh, old school uh, UFC vet Rich Franklin that's going in there. Uh, Rich Fra- Franklin uh, was was a hell of a fighter back in the day, um, and he was one of the guys that laid the groundwork for what the UFC is today. Um, he definitely, in my opinion, deserves to be there. But then we have a couple others which I I I gotta admit I'm 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 kind of partial to. Um, being 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 from New York originally, I'm very happy to see Rashad Evans uh, get in. Um, you know, Rashad Evans. Um, there was a couple areas where he could not be granted a license because he had. Uh, something showed up on brain scans, which uh, we're not going to get into brain injury right now. But that definitely they have played and a role. They exist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, whether or not that's a serious issue for for Rashad Evans or not, I don't know. Um, but the fact is, let's focus on the fact that he's in the Hall of Fame. That's an awesome, awesome achievement, and he definitely deserves to be there. And I believe the actual uh, gentleman that's going to be headlining the. The, the uh hall of fame inductions is is the count Michael Bisping. Uh, which <laughs> I, I like Bisping. So do I. I love Bisping. I I, I, I didn't at first. Uh, he grows uh, on you. Yeah he does. He earns you respect. Yeah he does and and And, and he's funny um he he wants to be i i I, you know i i i love throwing out shout out shout outs to other podcasts as well he runs a shout out uh or yeah shout out he runs a podcast he runs a podcast (laughs) called the believe you me podcast um with michael bisping um and and it's 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 a fun podcast it's not strictly mma it's i mean they talk about you know some current events they talk about what's going on in in their lives and things like that And, and it's a good podcast um is a fighter. Um, the guy was just. I mean, he didn't have a flawless record, but he also was a hell of a fighter. Um, I mean, just recently, the fight with GSP um, was was awesome. And actually, um, he was he got a medical suspension for a uh, for head trauma, and about a week before that was supposed to be up, he he uh he fought in china uh even he admits that probably was not the best idea in the world um but he was willing to sacrifice for the sport um and whether i agree with that sacrifice or not doesn't matter he definitely deserves to be in the hall of fame sometimes you have
2: more heart than brains that would definitely be a case on that issue (laughs) yeah i can understand that i was working more than his brain
1: (laughs) i i definitely do that as well um uh i i i I know that as well so i can i can i can go with that um real quick we're going to take another break in a moment but i do want to uh once more um i want to throw a shout out to cbdmd.com uh i'll shout out too yes uh we we you know we've used uh their products uh for about a year now and it definitely helps with uh yeah, you know, after after years of wrestling and 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 martial arts, uh, you know, I've got arthritis all over the place, and it definitely helps with that. It helps with some neurological issues for me. Um, uh, again, do your research. Uh, it's a full-spectrum CBD oil. There's no THC. You won't get any euphoric high. Uh, You'll get all the benefits of it. Um, again, the, the web address is cbdmd.com. Uh, uh, if you go to it, check it out. I believe when you sign up, you get a discount code. Um, check out the products. I think you're going to find out that you enjoy them, and they help you out as much as they helped us out. And then we will be back in a few. That's
0: right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are coming up to talk about UFC 239. Also, want to give a shout-out. Don't forget to check out on Sunday night. If you're a wrestling fan, you want to turn in uh, to me and the queen of the highway, Ferrari. And we're going to go down and talk about little tales of the highway. And this week, we have uh, local women superstar, Brittany Diamond, on the show. So yes. We will be back in just a few moments. Run,
2: James. Run. So
3: tell me. If you're like me, and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out at CBDMD.com.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us here on Outbreak MMA Podcast. I'm James Fritzke alongside Mark Mandrake, Don Pincenzo, and we are ready to talk about UFC two thirty nine.
1: Yes, this card is stacked.
0: <laughs> it's tomorrow night on pay-per-view. It's UFC 239 Jones versus Santos as the main event. Co-main is Amanda Nunez versus Holly Holm. Flopsy. And it's going to be the right there. That's the price of admission right there for this car. But there's a lot going on in this card, so let's get into talking about it. Uh, All right.
1: Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now. There, there's there's uh, um, one fight right off the bat that I'm definitely looking forward to. Is uh, Claudia Gadelia versus uh, Randam Marcos? Uh, Marcos has been looking better and better, and Gadelia always looks good uh, when she's in there. Um, both are solid uh, female fighters, um, and I think that's going to actually be a, a really, really oh, yeah, good fight. His Marcos. Okay, uh, they don't. Know, as a matter of fact, the picture you're looking at right there, she's the one with the red hair, although she's got black in the picture. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
1: I mean, we can start sh- off with that.
0: That's going to be in a straw weight division.
2: Right.
1: Yes. So by all means, offer your thoughts on that, Vince.
2: Uh, actually, uh, Marcos, I actually remember Gedalia. I don't, I draw a blank on her, which is like I asked earlier in the podcast was, how do you remember all these fighters, all these people?
1: Well, Gedalia, you know, Gedalia, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the first time I seen Gedalia was on, um, on one of the Ultimate Fighters, actually. I was about to say, okay. Um, and, 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 and she was tough as nails there. Uh, but she's she's only well, she's gotten one of the better. Brazilians. She's well, yeah, yeah. But she's just gotten better and better. And same thing with Marcos. Um, and I'm not and I'm not just leaning towards that because she's Canadian. Um, yeah, I, I being from New York and so close to Canada, I tend to favor Canadian sometimes. But um, both of them have have gotten better and better. I I think that 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 is going to be one of the better matches on the card, and and that's saying something because. This whole card is really, really stacked. Um, we're not going to talk about every single fight, but we will talk about a couple of them. Um, Gilbert Melendez is is coming back. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember the exact reason he was he's been away for a while, but he's been away for a while. He's taking on Arnold Allen, uh, who a lot of people um, overlook. Um, being from, uh, I believe he's Britain, Yeah. Um, but he's a tough fighter, and that's going to be a tough fight for Melendez to make on his comeback.
2: Well, Usually I don't go with the British fighters, but this is one of those ones I'm probably going to go with Allen, unless something in the research between now and the actual fight <laughs> um, tells me otherwise, which is not very long.
1: Yeah, and that's, I, you know, I, I, again, I think that's that's going to be a hell of a fight. Um, we also have uh, Michael Chiesa versus Diego Sanchez. Um, again, I like both these guys.
2: I, I'm, I'm finding it very hard to pick against Sanchez just because of, <laughs> yeah, especially after watching that, you know, re-watching that fight against uh, Guida. But
1: it's. <laughs> Well, S- Sanchez, and he's only
2: gotten—he's actually improved in his fighting his yes. styles since that fight. You know, back then he was predominantly a striker. Now he has a little more grappling yes. to go along with the striking. Yes,
1: the, the only—the only reason I may—and I, I haven't decided yet. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I know I'm going to have to soon. Very soon. Um, But I I I may lean towards uh, Kiesa is is just because of the age factor. Um, I mean Diego Sanchez is is getting up there. I mean he's twenty nine eleven zero and zero, uh, where Kiesa is fourteen and four. uh, You know fourteen wins four losses. Um, You know again, um, it's one of those things where you got to look at.
2: You know it's youth versus experience.
1: Yeah, exactly, and and Kiesas looked impressive, but again, so is Sanchez. Now, 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 uh, I'm not a big Luke Rock Rockhold fan. As a matter of fact, I don't really like Luke Rockhold at all. I Um, actually like Blackowitz, but uh... uh, Blackowitz is is a a he really has come into his own in the past year. Um, He's he's become a a dominant force in the light heavyweight. rankings and and actually he's being talked about in the title picture quite frequently um i i think this is going to be a good fight but i don't think it's going to go the distance um and and you know again I'll, I'll i'll save my pick for when we make our predictions but that's going to be another hell of a fight um and again it just gets better as we go along i mean you look you got ben Askren against uh uh masvidal um Masvidal is incredibly talented. I just have a really hard time liking Masvidal. Um Then again, there's plenty of people that can say they have a really hard time liking Askren because Askren tends to have a mouth on them. So wh- what are your thoughts?
2: Again, I, I hate hearing the trash talk. Uh, no matter how many times I hear trash talk, I always want to go... It's put up or shut up. I don't really need to hear you now. You want to brag a little bit, brag after you win the fight, not before.
1: Well, and, and, and I understand that. Then looking at it, though, Askren's 19-0. Um, you, you know, that,
2: that's the thing. Okay, again, I grew up watching boxing. And the rankings could easily be manipulated. And there have been a couple times that I've looked at you and go, Wait a minute, okay, you're going to tell me there's no fix in here. And even you've had a hard time telling me, no, there's no fix because it looked that bad. Whenever I see somebody that's undefeated going in against somebody who is a record like Masvidal, I generally want to say, okay, time for the streak to end. Doesn't always happen. Uh, Sometimes the streak is worthwhile, but again, you're looking at somebody like Masvidal who is... 33 wins, to his credit, versus somebody who's 19. And Mosmanol's had some losses, 13 of them. So he knows both sides of the fence on that one, both winning and losing. The only question is, whose skills are better at this point? I mean, are, is the 19-0 and 0 because he is that talented or because he hasn't had that much of an wave of opponent?
0: I, I, I want to bring up a, f- a fact here that you know one of the greatest professional fighters had an undefeated record and basically broke down once the first loss happened. And you know I'm talking about Ronda Rousey.
2: Yes. And
0: that could very well be the factor here. A first loss could easily destroy your career. Sometimes you can't win properly until you lose one.
2: Well, the thing is, with Rousey, let me tell you this, because I know you're going to have a much more in-depth on this one. When Rousey lost that one to, I call her Flopsy. I'm sorry, folks. I can't help but call her Flopsy. But when Holm beat Rousey, from the moment that fight was going on... Rousey didn't look like her heart was in fighting anymore. And as much as I, was, I I say... Well, that shouldn't matter. You go in there. You do the job. The reality is... If your heart's not in that fight... You're not going to be your best. And Rousey certainly was not at her best. And Holm had absolutely nothing to lose... And the world to gain. And she did gain the world. For a short time... She was the top dog in the division.
1: Yes. Now there. Oh, okay. There's there's a couple things to take into consideration with this. Um. You make a very good point, both of you. Uh, but Rousey was being trained by Edmund uh, Tarverdan, um, who I'm probably mispronouncing his name, and I really don't care because many people have outed him as is is, is you know, is, is is a farce. Um she was very dedicated and loyal to her coach. Uh and and I mean in a way you know, he was riding he he was riding the win that was Ronda Rousey um to a lot of money uh to stardom and you know everything else. But he kept on claiming how he was you know, how he was a world class boxer and and, and a number of other things, and then once people investigated, it was like, what the hell has this guy done? Nothing. Um, when you lose in any sport, any combat sport, you know, whether it be, you know, uh, collegiate wrestling or 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 what have you. And I'm not talking professional wrestling. I'm talking like collegiate or amateur wrestling, right? Uh, Olympic wrestling, what have you. If That's you lose, I mean, yeah. uh, jiu jitsu, you know, muay, um, um, you know, any any of those combat sports, MMA. Um, you rely on your team to to surround you and lift you up. Rousey didn't really have that at that time. As a matter of fact, at that point in time, the press was putting a lot of the blame on the loss on, on a number of things. Rousey felt like the press pretty much uh, turned their back on her, and, and in a way they kind they did. of did. Uh, but again, she... She wasn't the media darling
2: anymore at that point.
1: No, but in a way, she never really was a media darling. They made her into one, but she never really was. She she wanted to be in the spotlight for all the good reasons, but you have to be able to take the good and the bad. And Rousey didn't really do that. Um, that's not to take away the talent. She had pure talent. There, there's no doubt about that, and that's why she was so good. Uh, but without having that team and that's the reason why when you see MMA teams now when you see like america top team uh when you see um Jackson Wink uh, and and I can go on and on there's a number of 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 other uh MMA um training facilities that they are like a team um if you lose it's not the end of the world uh they they lift you up and 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 it's a learning lesson you you learn from that and you come back from that and with Rousey it was almost like she lost, and then she wanted to go, you know, work on film and everything else. And I mean, you can't blame her for that. I mean, you know, if you can get paid a substantial amount of money without getting hit in the face, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but then to come back, and I believe the next fight was against Nunes, Nunes if yeah. I'm not mistaken, and and again, she she you know lost that pretty yes, handily, quite as well. Um, you know, again, if you don't have that support underneath you um you're not going to take that loss well i remember um you know uh, uh one of my first jiu-jitsu tournaments that i did i lost um you know i won the i think it was the first the, the first match the first fight and I, I lost the second one and i did i went in the locker room and i cried you know uh, um but the you know my my team rallied behind me you know and 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 helped me you know was i all that good no i wasn't all that good you know, But it didn't matter. We were a team. We were a family. And Rousey really didn't have that. And I think that that hurt her more than helped her. Uh, so you're right with Rousey. You're, you're definitely right about that. But that being said, Askren definitely does have a team behind him and surrounding him. So even if he does su- suffer a loss, I think he will be able to come back from it uh, yeah. w- without much of a problem. I, I can believe that.
0: Well, since we talked about both of Ronda Rousey's right. defeats, let's them. go to the co-main event.
1: Holly Holm yeah. and Manda Nunez. Um, yeah, you know what? This should... You know, I, it's funny because I've talked to a number of people and this should you be... Do you think this should be main? No. no. Um, not, compared to, not compared to what they have as
2: the main. No,
1: and... and on sample
2: cards, I could see this being made.
1: No, and I and I could understand why why you asked that question. I'll get to that in a moment. Um, I I've liked Nunez for a long time. I've never been a big fan of Holly Holm. I I, I always thought that there was more hype behind her than substance. Um, that's not to take anything away from from her her skills. You know, uh, again, you know, if I was to, you know, get in the octagon with her, she'd probably kick my head off. That being said, you'd be lucky to walk around the octagon.
2: Why are you trying to? That's
0: yourself? very,
1: that's very true. That's very true. But um, nobody, um, I, 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 very few women right now in in the in UFC or in MMA in general hit as hard as Nunes does. What worries me. For Nunez, not really worries me, but what my concern if I was if I was in Nunez's camp right now, my concern would be okay. Holmes Reach is definitely definitely further than than Nunez's. And Nunez has to stay away and be able to block some of those kicks, block some of those punches, uh, and 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 outlast Holmes. And home is not one of those that's gas tank will empty early. She can go into deep waters. And, and still perform. You know, so uh, that's that's something to take into consideration. Your uh, thoughts? The, well, the thing is, with
2: Holmes, uh, I... <laughs> how do I say this without being insulting? Um, <clears throat> you know, it, it's one of those things that I've watched the fights with her. Again, you know, the Rousey one. I was, I'm was i a Rousey fan, so it, it hurt to watch it, but I wasn't surprised. Rousey didn't seem like she wanted it. And... Home lost on that first defense, which just kind of lended to what I said that she just wasn't good enough to be in that top spot. Nunez just took out Cyborg. Yes. I didn't think anybody was gonna beat Cyborg. Yes. And not only she took her down, but she took her down solid. And it wasn't that cyborg wasn't trying to fight a good fight, but when Nunez hits.
1: It's like a flipping cinder block just connected with your jaw. Yes. Yes. And I you, you know I don't think you know, it's
2: one of those things. If Holm can play the distancing and keep Nunez away, she might be able to win on points. But if Nunez gets in
1: home oh, home Holm
2: would be lucky if she didn't go home go you know, home to the hospital first.
1: No, and, and I agree with that. And I do want to touch on one thing. You mentioned about Rousey versus Home. And I, 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 I wanna remind you of something. <laughs> which I thought was funny because at that point in time, UFC had the uh, the, the, the fantasy pool, yeah. which which all of us were doing. And I remember watching that, and we were at Wing House that night. Yep. And I remember that up to that point, I picked Rousey to win. Right. And then they showed her backstage. Yep. And at that point, I'm like, nope, nope, home's going to win. And yeah, you I guys... You, I, I hope <laughs> to God you're wrong because I don't believe it. and and But, but I remember... Everybody who was with us was looking at me like, "What are you insane?" And I'm like, "Nope, look, she's not in it." You could tell by the look in her eyes.
2: Yeah, I hate to say it because it's the movie line, "The Eye of the Tiger" thing, but it's true.
1: It is true. It we'll is true. You Have to
2: have that hunger. It and is true. Rousey didn't have it.
1: No, home did. No, and 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 rightfully so. I mean, home had a lot of detractors, me included. Um, you know that, that was believed in her until you know a few minutes before the fight. I'll be honest; I didn't even believe in her after the fight. Uh, but well, we I knew mean, she was gonna lose. In our hearts, we knew she was gonna lose the defense. But 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 again, she's training out of Jackson Wing. She's training with 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 the same guys. As a matter of fact, it's out of Albuquerque, same place that John Jones trains. Um, Ob- on
2: that um, behind the it's not unfiltered the, UFC unfiltered
1: unfiltered
2: tag it's the behind the scenes thing
1: yeah and 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 i mean they were having lunch
2: together some place. yes
1: yes and and they train out the same school woman it, sings worse than i do you can't well yeah but you can't you can't dispute the training there um i mean again whether you like john jones or not the fact is he really is the most talented fighter right now in the world in my opinion pd's or not um and you know, look. I don't have to like the guy to admit that, you know, the guy's a beast, and 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 the guy has the world at his fingertips if if he can keep his life clean. Home trains at the same at, at the same school.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh. And and you have to think that that some of that training and some of that mentality will you Carry know ha, has rubbed off on her, yeah. and I think it has. That being said, it going against Nunez. That's that's a that's a that's a very tough mountain to climb.
0: So we'll get to that uh, pick on that in just a few moments. From the double champion Amanda Nunez, uh, John Jones uh, is going to be defending his light heavyweight championship against Santos.
1: Okay. Now, why I wa- is
0: this the main event? And not okay.
1: The other one? Yes, and and I'm glad you asked that. That's a very valid question because a lot of people look at look look at um, Santos and and. Nobody disputes that he should be where he is. Okay, no, but, he's a legit contender. But he's not a. I really hate to get away from this, but I kind of have to. One of the things that I really and 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 I was hoping they would do with UFC, and they kind or, or when when they went to ESPN, and they kind of have is UFC has to develop fighters to where they become household names. Um, you know, if you remember, you know, back in back, back back in the earlier days, you know, you would have, you know, uh, um, both bo- both uh, Ken and Mark Shamrock. You would have Tito Ortiz, Chuck Liddell, um, you know, Tank Abbott, um, Gary Goodrich, um, uh, you know, and then and then you go on a little Brock bit further. You know, Lesnar. yes, you'd have Brock Lesnar, Frank Muir, uh, and so on and so forth. They have to develop guys that were men and women uh, that will become household names. Right. Santos, they're trying to develop um, into that name. Now, Santos, I I think, and I haven't, Again, I don't put much faith in the betting odds, but I do like looking at him every once in a while. I haven't seen how much of an underdog he is, but I have to imagine he's a pretty pretty big underdog in this. The fact is Santos can hit. It's no, it's no coincidence he's got a hammer tattooed on his chest, and there's a reason. <laughs> Not only that, but you have to watch out for his kicks as well.
2: Yeah.
1: But Jones gets you on the ground, and Jones can do the same thing you got to watch out for the fists yeah, and the kicks the of Jones. Beast. But once Jones gets you to the ground, you have to be able to fight out of that. And I'm not so confident that Santos can do that.
2: Uh, knowing that, I would think that he and his team would develop that more than what it was. But specifically because of like, yeah, we know we can hit. We know this guy can hit as well. We know we can match up with him on the striking. The ground is where we're going to work on it. Well, that's where I'm going to try and focus my training, is to
1: change my ground game so that I can compete. You would hope so. Um, You would hope so. Again, there's been numerous times, though, where we've seen, it's like, why are you doing this? Oh, yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, (laughs) I hope that doesn't happen. I mean, look, um, I... Personally, I've, I've jumped off the John Jones train. Um, I, that's not to take away from his athlete. Um, I still think he is probably one of the most talented athletes um, and dominant forces in MMA um, and sports in general. I mean, he comes from a family with two NFL players as well as brothers. Um, but the fact remains, uh, his legacy... Uh, of of failed drug tests and troubles with the law is going to follow him. That shouldn't, but it is. Um, although he seems like he's gotten his life on the right track. And if he does, um, there's a very good chance that, that he's going to beat Santos. But I don't think that it's going to be in and out like a lot of people think. There's a number of people that I've talked to that think that within two rounds, Santos is going to be, you know, knocked I, out. I would
2: be very shocked at that.
1: So would I. So would I, uh, Santos is, is, I mean... He's, if you said around four, maybe, I would see it. Maybe. Uh, but again, I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. So, um, you know, again, like I said, I, I, I really hope to see a awesome fight. I'm actually really looking forward to this fight for that reason. Um, but, but yeah, that's... Wow. It, it again, the whole card is just solid. Um... So we probably should get on to predictions. So uh, what do you uh, what do you think? I predict that my pen's gonna come out of the notebook here, so I can write this stuff down. Yeah, Jim's gonna help write it down. We're gonna we, folks. We're gonna try to keep track of our predictions every week. Now I did I, I just just and and I hate to brag, but I'm gonna brag. Um, <laughs> just just to give the ah oh, what I do. See guys, that's what happens when you're calling on the fly. Um, but, actually, when I look at it, the last fight, uh, I only got two fights wrong uh, from the uh, from the Dos Santos uh, and Ganu uh, fights. Yeah, but so, I
2: remember the times when we were in that pool together yeah. where, where you and I both lost to a drunken lemur, so... Yeah, well, um, you know... Yeah, it, it, it doesn't... There's no guarantee on anything we do.
1: Yes, that's very true. That's very true. And there are
2: some times that I've won the card clearly... And you're like, how?
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. So I'm that, more the casual
2: fan. Well, at the time I was more the casual fan. I'm, I'm still more casual than you. But
1: I've dragged you in.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, for both our sakes.
1: All right,
0: Mark. What, uh, the rules. Uh, just so we clarify it, um, it's going to be we're gonna pick the winner of all the matches except the co-main and the main, right? And we're gonna pick out the round and how the match is gonna end with the winner. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, we were gonna. I was just gonna do the main, but yeah, we could do the co-main and main.
0: I'm I cool think, with that. I think this one we should do the co-main because that is a significant. Uh, no, I'm cool with
1: that. I'm cool with that. Um, um, so, okay. Um, looking at it, you know, um, I'm looking at this right now. You know, Kiesa... You know, Kiesa is coming off a win against Carlos Condit, but he also lost. Uh, you know, he, he also has you know lost to Anthony Pettis uh, and Kevin Lee. Um, you know, where you have Sanchez that just beat Mickey Gall. Um, you know, he beat uh, Curtis White. Uh, um, you know, taking a look at this, uh, I, I I'm actually I'm going to go with Kiesa. Kiesa's beat higher ranked talent. Uh, over the past uh, over the past year, um, I mean, I hate picking against Sanchez, but I'm going to pick Kiesa.
2: No, I, I can't see it. I see the nightmare taking this one by decision. But I just think the experience and the conditioning, Sanchez looking at it on to decision. Oh,
1: so. fair enough. Oh, you didn't have to pick the method, but that's I, cool. I, 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 that's, hey, you want to be a
2: pansy? I'm going to go back to the way we were in the pool. Ah. Uh. Rough, rough,
1: <laughs> rough. Okay, you... I'm back into the, I'm back into the pool days. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> you, you. You can you can start with this one. Uh,
0: Rock Hole versus Blackowitz.
1: Ah, uh,
2: man, you bet with your head, not your heart. Let me look at this one more time. You know, Blackowitz. He's you know, the last few fights. He had three wins and then a loss, and the loss was to Santos. But he's got the wins over. Cannoneer. is that Manua? Is that how
1: it's yeah, it's Jimmy name? Manua.
2: <laughs> you know how I hate to mispronounce names. Well, no, that's fine. And then Krylov is, is actually the easier one. Yeah,
0: oh let's give Don potential credit. He he can he doesn't mispronounce names, but he sure as hell misspells them, okay? <laughs> I don't think he spelled my name right yet.
2: <laughs> no, 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 that's actually the talk to text. You know how many times that thing's changed you to Gretzky instead of Britsky? <laughs> I'm actually having fun with that now. I'm just going to start calling you Gretzky from yeah, now on. Hockey um, legend now. Uh, but as well, far yeah. as Rockhold, he, he's been going the, the, the on-off on-off with the wins. You know, he beat he he beat Wagman. He lost to Bisping. Then he won versus Branch. Lost to Romero. Um, as much as I like um, blockowitz I actually think Rockhold is going to get this one. But I think it's going to be a situation where he actually. Does get a technical knockout
1: over Blackwitz? See, and, and and I don't, I, I have to disagree. I'm going to pick Blackwitz. Uh, Blackwitz. Uh, um, again, if you look at if you look at how frequently they fought, uh, Blankowicz has uh, fought much more frequently.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, you have February 19th with the loss with Santos, September 2018 to to the win against Krylov. March twenty eighteen against uh win against Manoa and December two thousand seventeen with with Cannoneer. Yeah. Where with Rockhold he last fought February uh, of twenty eighteen against uh Romero. Uh September seventeen uh two thousand seventeen he beat David Branch. Uh June two thousand uh, two thousand sixteen he lost to Michael D- Michael Bisping. And then December two thousand fifteen it was a win against whiteman Um again, that's spread out pretty far. Um well, you know, five
2: months on, on a couple of them, and five or six months on a couple of men, and then the one was a little over a year.
1: Uh,
2: you know, June to September, that that's a jump.
1: I think he's going to protect his face a little too much because he's a model. Um, he le- <laughs> no, he legit is a model. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I'm going to pick uh, Blankowicz. Uh, uh, um, second round submission. All
2: right. I, I didn't say a round on that, but I think Rock will only get it in the third round. I'm going by the rules, so I'm just putting your names I
1: know. No, that's head. fine. He, he, he <laughs> won't. This is
2: recorded. It, it, he wanted we'll, record, okay. off the ante. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, hey, hey, come
2: on. You go big you go home. Uh, come on now.
1: Now. Uh, wrong button. Yeah, Where I know. The wrong okay. One. I'm
2: watching what you're hitting on the computer here.
1: So next up, uh, we have Jorge Masvidal uh, versus Ben Askren. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was not one of the ones that was totally on the Ben Askren, uh, you know, train. And and when he came over, because, I mean, that really, if you remember what that was, that was a deal at one championship fighting uh, where uh, Demetrius Johnson went over there and we got Ben Askren. Right. Uh, well, I say we. UFC got Ben Askren. Um, and if you I know I wasn't going to touch on one championship fighting, but if you watch it, Demetrius Johnson's first fight in one championship fighting, he looked human for once. Yeah. Um, yes you know. No, you had me watch it. Uh, it, it. And we'll get more into that in future podcasts because I really am a big fan of one championship fighting. Um, we'll touch on that later. Uh, so I am familiar with Askren um, more so outside of UFC because he's only had the one fight against Robbie Lawler. And I honestly thought that that fight that was called too early. And with Jorge Masvidal, Masvidal is one of those guys that he he tends to, you know, if if you look like you're going to start with him, he's going to come over and try to mess with you. Um, again, I, I'm I'm not a big Masvidal fan personally, uh, professionally though. It's really hard to argue with the guy. I mean, the guy the guy is is he's a badass. Um, you know, he beat there until um, in March. Um, but then there was some time off, you know, he, 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 had some time off. He didn't fight before then, uh, since 2017, taking all that into account. Um, I think Masvidal is going to come out early, um, start trying to hit some strikes, uh, real early. And then I think you're going to see Askren take him to the ground. And I think you're going to see a submission. Uh, remember, I mean, Askren is, is a, is a world-class wrestler, He's got a world-class wrestling background, um, um, I, I, I'm picking Askren, uh, but I think it's going to be by decision. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think it's going to be early finish. I think it's going to be decision.
2: Well, the worst case scenario here is the fact that I actually have to agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I hate that i have actually got to agree with you on this one because I was like having that. Well, we're either going to win or we're going to lose. But no, this is one of those ones we actually agree. It's going to go to the, the distance. Uh, Askren will probably get it, uh, and Masvidal is going to probably pound the boy. Like, there's nobody's business, but he's just not going to get the job done. And the judges aren't going to give him the nod.
1: No, I think we're all going to get funky like a monkey on that night. That's what I think is what's going to happen.
2: Tell me he didn't just say that. He did. Oh. All right,
1: guys.
0: We come to the championship matches here. um, And we're going to pick a winner. You're going to tell me how, and you're going to tell me when. So let's start with this uh, huge match with the. Women's Bantamweight Championship, it will be Amanda Nunez defending Holly Holm. We
2: talked about this earlier. I think we've beaten the the horse dead on this one. I cannot see Holm outdoing Nunez. She might try and keep the distance, but I don't see it. Nunez is still hungry, is an absolute beast in there, hits literally like a cinder block to your jaw, I see Nunez
1: with a knockout, and I see it in round one. Ah, uh, I don't know if I'll pick it in round one, but I do agree with you. I do think it's going to be—I I, I do think it's going to be uh, Nunez with a knockout. Um, I do think it'll probably go to the second round, though. Um, uh, I, I, again, you know, if, if you look at the Rousey era, era, and then you look at women now because um, there's been talk about Rousey possibly coming back for a fight, which I think would be one of the worst things she could do.
2: I love Rousey, but it's not um, a mistake.
1: The women now are are they've they've just they've evolved. Well, they and, had to, don't you think? Uh, well, they no, they they definitely had to. They <laughs> had to pick up their game, and 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 again, you know, now because women's women's MMA is becoming more in the more in the focus, uh, they have to. Nunez is. One of, I'm not going to say the best women's MMA fighter out there, but definitely within the top three. Um, and and she is still hungry, and I do think that she's going, I mean, they don't call her the lioness for, for no reason. She's going to go after Holly Holm. As long as she can keep Holly Holm in the clinch or take her down, uh, where she can do some ground and pound, I think you're going to see Nunez be able to win. Uh, so I'm picking Nunez, uh, um, knockout, uh, round two.
0: All right, gentlemen, we move on to the main event, light heavyweight championship on the line, John Jones defending Thiago Santos. What do you got? All
1: right, the, this fight is – it really is difficult for me to to pick. Um, I mean, you have Jones that's got, you know, over over the course of his career – Um, you know, 10 knockouts, uh, six submissions, uh, eight decisions. Uh, the one loss was a disqualification loss, which Dana White is in the process of trying to get turned over because he dominated that whole fight. It was a downward elbow that he got disqualified for. Um, but I mean, dominated the whole fight. So, uh, I, I don't know about overturning something like that, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, then you look at Santos. Santos has 15 knockouts, KOs, uh, uh, one submission, five decisions. And, and you take a look at it, who they've beat. Now, Jones Jones has beat pretty much the who's who in the heavyweight division. Um, I, I don't think, uh, you know, well, light heavyweight division. Sorry about that. Um, Santos, though, I mean, he's no slouch. I mean, he had a win against Blankovic, a uh, win against Jimmy Manoa, a uh, win against uh, uh, your boy Anders. Um, since everybody says that, and winning against, uh, Holland, um, and there's more. I mean, uh, you know, again, I'm just, I'm just looking at, it at, at the last, uh, the last four, last four fights, but I don't think Santos is going to be able to get it done. Um, I think you're going to end up seeing Jones win it by decision. Um, I think it's going to be a majority decision, um. But I do think it's going to be a much closer fight than people are giving it credit for, and I actually wouldn't be surprised if this fight is as close as Jones versus the very first Gustaf- Gustafson fight, which many people actually thought Gustafson won. Um, you know, again, he didn't. Jones won it by 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 decision, but Gustafson came really really close. Um, so
0: you're going with a majority decision, but it's not out of the realm that it could be a split. Uh, no, not
1: all the realm at all. I uh, not not my opinion, at least. Well,
2: as much as my heart wants me to go with Santos, and I would love to see Santos win, I have to agree with you. Jones is going to pull this off. Jones is under so much scrutiny after his indiscretions as far as the uh, the substances that they're watching him like a hawk, and he still has to prove. That he can do it clean. That uh, th- that that loss with the the downward elbow it, again. It 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 was a screw up on his part. He deserved to lose it for that one. It what? was just dumb. It was yeah. It was early it in was his career just too. Dumb. And, and he should have known better. And he really he knew better. But uh, the thing is, Jones is legitimately a badass. Under the circumstances, he has to prove. Beyond a shadow of a doubt that he is the champ for the right reasons. Not because of some kind of tainted, you know, drug test situation. He has to beat Santos and he has to beat Santos clean. I think it is gonna be a split decision, but I have to go with Jones.
1: Yeah, I, I again at the we're, same we're time I agreement. still
2: would like to see Santos knock him out.
1: I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, I'd like to see Santos win it. Um, yeah. because I, I I think it it, it might it, it it might humble Jones a little bit. Jones tends to come off very full of himself and he has every right to. I mean the the, the guy can the twenty four wins yeah gives him reason. Yeah, no, he has every right to. Um but I, I, I think a loss of Santos would, would actually be good for the division. Um, I, or, yeah. uh, uh, you know, Jones losing to Santos. Yeah. But, but again, I, I just, I don't
2: reinvigorate the division. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: But I, I just, I don't see it happening. I, 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 just see Jones winning and, 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 you know, I, I'd like to see the same thing too. Look, everybody loves an underdog story. Not so much. He's an underdog cause he created his own mess, but if he can come back from that adversity and, 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 and make a better life for himself, that's awesome. Yeah. So. All right, so we're gonna move on to rumors and signed fights. Now, one of the first rumors that I actually want to bring up was uh, uh, we talked earlier about Covington verse uh, verse Lawler. Right. And right. again, I, I I you know I hate talking about rumors, but you know we have to mention them because some of them do have some some bite to them. Um, that it was Long rumored. Truth, right? Exactly. And that fight was rumored to initially um, be targeted for Sochi, uh, Sochi Russia, um, where, where the UFC was going to branch in towards towards the Black Sea area. Uh, it didn't happen there. Then the next place it was on the map actually was Tampa, which makes sense. Covington trains down at Top Team down at Coconut Creek. Tampa hasn't had a UFC card in I believe it was three years um, They're not going to get anyone any, one anytime soon. No, right. and I was
0: very saturated right now with not only you have WWE's WrestleMania coming up, but you also have the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. That's right. Following no. that, a year later, so it's it's very uh, tainted territory right now for big sports uh, for these next two years.
1: No, and it's unfortunate because uh, again, when UFC came to Tampa three years ago, I remember going to that and. Uh, you know, again, by 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 the time by the time the main card started, it was it was it was pretty packed. Um, I mean, they 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 did a really good job of packing the house. Um, and yeah, but it, wait a minute, people like you were
2: there from the preliminaries on. I mean, we
1: yeah yeah and even yeah. in that
2: last trip to Buffalo that we took just recently. Yeah, you know, we didn't miss the prelims.
1: No, I mean, I think you missed the first prelim. I was tired because of what we went through. Yeah, but, but I yeah. came.
2: I came up from the gym. And I was. I had been watching at the bar and in the gym, and I came up and I'm like, "You're not watching this?" And I clicked it on and it's like, "Oh yeah, thanks." Yeah, yeah, and, and it you'll would just watch them all.
1: Yeah. yeah, I and I do, and I watch contender series, and and um, you know, I, I watch uh, a number of other promotions as well because you, you, you're going to see um, you know the future by watching a number of those other promotions. So that being said, I would love to see them come back to Tampa. Uh, for for even if it was just a fight night, you know, um, you know, I mean, geez, Buffalo got a got a pay per view. Buffalo, New York, got uh, a pay per view fight to-
0: night uh, on ESPN since they're doing it now. Uh, yeah, ESPN four is going to be coming up soon. So there's a lot a lot of platforms now for UFC and where you can go to different areas of the country. Doesn't have to be a pay per view right. venue.
1: No, I, as a matter of fact, when they when they did the last one up in uh, I believe it was Atlanta, I almost had Vince talked into let's drive it up and see. It was a Holloway fight. Um, I still want to know where they're going to put it in, in
2: Hawaii for Holloway.
1: Well, and that's okay. That that's interesting. You bring that up too because initially Dana White said that. UFC would not be hosting any events in Hawaii because the tourism board didn't want it there.
2: Oh, I'm calling BS on that one.
1: Okay, okay. well, I'm getting to that. <laughs> Yet, Bellator um, hosted an event in Hawaii, if I'm not ah, mistaken, as well. So, tell me how Bellator was able to get it over UFC. And that's not that's not to put anything down with Scott Coker, Bellator... Um, you know, again, it's. I, while I'm not the biggest Bellator fan, on occasion, um, I do think that they are entertaining um, as far as a promotion goes. I mean, I do watch those fights as well. Uh, but a UFC fight does tend to hold a little bit more credibility. Uh, so it would be interesting to see. I hope that happens. Um, uh, you're looking at something. Now. I'm kind of. Uh, Go. Uh, keep on going. Oh, okay. Um, I'd like to see it happen. Um, now let's move away from the Hawaii thing. Let's talk about a fight that I'm actually really looking forward to. Diaz is coming back, and he's fighting uh, um, Anthony Pettis. Um, I don't know the exact date of that, but that fight I'm really looking forward to. Um, I know that I know that's either late summer or early fall. I don't have the exact date of it, Um that fight I'm really looking forward to. Um, Pettis still, uh, you know, while he's been around for a while, still, you know, he still does the leaping kicks off the cages. Um, I mean, he's a hell of a fighter. Um, his brother Sergio is, is, a, is a hell of a fighter as well. Um, and, and I mean, Diaz has been around for a long time. You got the Stockton slap, you know, and, and everything going on. And Diaz talks up a good fight. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they promote this. Pettis typically does not get into the mudslinging quite as much, where, where, where Diaz is is great at it, you know. Um, Diaz is, is, you know, ranks right up there with McGregor as far as promotion goes.
2: Mm-hmm. Good, Jay. I see you uh, uh, guys. Well,
1: what?
0: actually, guys, I think we've uh, reached a limit on the podcast here in this last 45 minutes talking about UFC 239, uh, rumors of signed fights, Um, You know, uh, we're going to try to come to you uh, for an hour each week. Obviously, this week was much different because it was International Fight Week. So much going on with UFC, UFC Hall of Fame, UFC 239. Um, So next week, we'll be back on the air with more in regards to not just the UFC, but we're going to talk about other MMA promotions. And we have a lot more coming up. But we hope you join us again for another hour of good
1: MMA fun. Um, I promise it will be shorter. It was just really long this week because it was MMA fight week. Um, we well, can carry. Well, I got
2: one question for you that you can go ahead and do it on the next week's podcast. But uh, there was one incident where one fighter was being interviewed and another one was walking the hallway, and comments were being made back and forth. And the fighter being interviewed walked up to the other one, and I don't know whose hand. Went first, but those two began fighting. Did you ever find out what the heck happened on that one?
1: No. Um. From what came out of that, and I believe, and I might be wrong, and and yeah, I can get back to you on this week. I believe Masvidal was included. What was was one of the ones involved with that, and I believe what had happened is is they were they were talking garbage to each other, and again, when one of them, and I don't know who, walked up to the other one. Looking, you know, again, you're talking trash to each other. Yeah. You look intimidating. The other one's going to get ready to fight, yeah, and adrenaline's flowing. Again, it, it, and if I remember correctly, it was after, after their fight. So right away, you have all of that adrenaline going. Uh, but as far as the exact reason, that never, as far as I know, and I'll, I'll look it up and see if I can find out. I don't believe the exact reason was ever given, other than you know, one guy talking trash to another.
2: Uh-huh. We'll call you on that one next week, then. All right. Very Give
1: you good. a week to figure it out. <laughs> definitely, uh,
0: we'll get into that next week. All right, gentlemen. Uh, of course, Don Vincenzo, the Suicide Messiah, Mark Mandrake. Uh, he's putting on his MMA picking cap this week. Uh, he's going to be getting ready to join us again on the, on the uh, Tales from the Highway podcast for wrestling this week with our special guest, Brittany Diamond. That will be on Sunday night, so you definitely want to tune in and hear more of Mark Mandrake. And, of course, I'm James Pritzke. We thank you very much for joining us here on Outbreak MMA Podcast, part of the Outbreak Entertainment Network. Everybody have a great night and enjoy the fight.